Hey guys, Corey Davis here with the Core Blend Training and the Warm Up Podcast. And today I want to talk about body tempering. So I haven't done an episode on body tempering, even though I think body tempering is cool and I know a good bit about it because it's not something that the gym knew how to do as a whole. However, last weekend, if you're listening to this at the end of September, we got the whole staff certified in body tempering. So what is it? Why do we do that? Um, how could it possibly relate to you? Which, if you're like most people, is the part you actually care about. So body tempering is a performance and recovery modality. So it was invented by a guy named Donnie Thompson, who, despite his assurances that he's not, is a genius. Super, super, super sharp guy. Um, and he's my favorite type of person um, because he is a regular guy who is thoughtful about the world around him and doesn't take things as they are. He's like, well, why, why don't we do this? Why don't we do that? Um, and he questions things, which I really appreciate. My favorite uh, example of that is he is a big guy. Like he's a large individual and he bench presses a lot. And he's like, man, why are these benches narrow? And talked to, you know, an orthopedic friend of his and the orthopedic guy was like, yeah, that's, you know, looking at that bench that does seem too narrow. And so he invented a wider bench press pad to alleviate shoulder issues. And instead of it being widely used in powerlifting, it's it's not because powerlifting is filled with a bunch of people that say that's how it's always been done. We got to do it that way, which is why we have a bunch of things called Thompson fat pads because Donnie Thompson designed a wider pad that's better for your shoulders. So it's all I bench on all the time. But I mean, there's how many thousands, hundreds of thousands of people have been bench pressing over the years before Donnie came up with that. And they just never questioned it. They're just like, yep, bench pressing hurts your shoulders because one hangs off the side and you can't get on there. I really respect that type of stuff. So he had this big pipe sitting around his gym and he decided that he could roll it on his body as a form of like massage and it's it's not that exactly um but i think that's the easiest way to kind of picture it so you can kind of understand what's happening in terms of like the mechanics of how it's occurring so how does a massage work well you're applying external pressure to muscles and that causes them to fight against it and then give up and relax and the muscles relax so that's how foam rolling works you guys have probably seen foam rolling you get a foam roller which if you're not familiar is literally a big tube that is made of foam and you sit on it and some, you know, whichever muscle you want to put on it, you lay on that muscle on the foam roller and you kind of roll back and forth and it kind of digs in and massages you a little bit. So body tempering is doing that, but in reverse with a big steel pipe and those big steel pipes can weigh different amounts. Um, so Donnie, if you go up to his gym up in South Carolina, it is just wall to wall, different size and shape pipes, you know, different diameters, different weights, you know, everything from like 30 pounds up to like 250 pounds, like big suckers, you know? So that is, you know, kind of the main tool is like a big steel tube and you put it on the person who you're working on. So you can do it before a workout, you can do it after a workout, kind of like you would foam rolling and you do it a little bit differently both ways. I'll get into that in a second, but it's essentially like foam rolling, but in reverse. And that actually makes it a lot better in my opinion. And you're listening to my podcast. So that's, that's why you're here is my opinion. Body tempering works a lot better than foam rolling because one, you can actually put someone in a relaxed position. So picture someone foam rolling their quads and you picture someone like in an awkward half push up 
rolling back and forth with their feet up in the air, trying to get as much weight as they can on their quads so that it goes into the foam roller. And that is not a very comfortable position as opposed to somebody body tempering their quads. They're sitting on their butt with, you know, an upright position. They're just sitting relaxed with their back against a wall or a plyo box or something. And they are rolling a steel roller back and forth on their quads. So they're actually relaxed. So I like if I'm trying to let a muscle relax and loosen up, I like being in a relaxed position because most people aren't disciplined enough with their body to do a half push up and tell their quads to relax. And that includes really good athletes. Second, if you have a bigger person, they're not going to be able to get on their hands like that long enough to let their quads relax, period, in a foam rolling position. This is like never going to happen. And I don't just mean like a fat person. I'm not just trying to be PC about it. A big football player, you know, a big athlete of some sort, they're not going to be able to do that. This is not realistic. And then finally, I like to be able to control the amount of weight. So if you have a thicker muscle and you have a healthier muscle, you're going to need to add more weight. You're going to need to have more pressure. If you have a smaller muscle or a less healthy muscle, you need less weight. With a foam roller, you can kind of contort your body some and like apply a slightly different percentage of your body weight to the roller. But as a rule, you're just going to be able to add your own body weight. You can't like control how much pressure you're really applying. And you can get fancy and like, oh, instead of a regular foam roller, I'm going to use a rumble roller, uh, which is a specific brand that's a little bit uh, denser and like you feel it a little bit more. Or I'm going to get a PVC pipe that's, you know, solid. You can do those types of things, but that isn't the same as just having more weight. So, hey, I'm, I'm using the 50-pound roller on my quads and now I need the 80 because I've put on more muscle or my legs are healthier, or I'm now putting it on a 300 pound lineman that's about to go to Georgia. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah. I need a lot more weight, um, for his bigger quads. So it's a just better modality overall. So that's kind of a way to picture body tempering with like the rollers, a kind of offshoot of body tempering is the trigger point stuff. So you take a little steel rod and then jam it into a muscle almost like you would an elbow or a thumb in a massage. Um, and you do that both to like loosen up the muscle or like on a super tight spot, just pin it there and then let them move around a little bit. So like if my pec was tight and I wanted to bench press, it's called targeted tempering or target tempering. You would pin in with that target tempering rounded end on that pec. And then while it's pinned in there, you would then let the person do a like bench press motion with their arm and that'll loosen everything up. That's a technique called pinning and flossing. So that is what body tempering is. How did I get involved in body tempering? So in 2015, I was working with a three-time Olympian named Reese Hoffa who is a big, strong guy. So a minute ago, I was talking about big people and talking about people with a lot of muscle and healthy muscles. He was a big, strong guy, and he needed to focus a little bit more on recovery stuff because we wanted to train hard, and he's also getting older. He wasn't old, but he was old for a shot putter. We're trying to get to a fourth Olympics. So like, well, you know, I'm, you know, 180-pound personal trainer working with him. I was like, well, Reese, you know, you should really try foam rolling. It works great for me. And foam rolling did work fine for me. Body tempering would have worked better, but foam rolling did work fine for me. I'm not that muscular. I'm not that big. So he got on the foam roller and kind of broke through it. Not literally, but like the foam roller bent some because he's a big, strong guy and his quads have a lot of muscle. 
So I was like, well, shoot, I'm, I don't know what to tell you, man. I guess we can just like hire a masseuse. I'm, I don't know. And one of the guys we were training with was like, hey, there's, there's a guy up in South Carolina that does some cool stuff. You might want to talk to him. You know, his name's Donnie. He's a big, strong guy like Reese. You should talk to him. So we called him and he's like, yeah, come on up. Super nice. We went up there. He was actually hosting a seminar that day on the other side of the gym. Like somebody else had like rented out the space basically and was coaching a seminar. And he took me and Reese over to the other side of the gym and he showed us all about body tempering. Took probably two and a half hours to show us everything he knew, um, which was a lot. This is still kind of early in the days of body tempering, but he had been doing it for a couple of years. So he showed us all sorts of stuff. And then we went back home and went to a like scrapyard, got some metal, got it like cut down to, we had like an 80 pound tube and a hundred pound tube to start doing some body tempering with. And we started working on them and it worked well. We were happy with it. It worked well. We had some limitations, like some things were too small to use the 50 on, like the 50 was overkill and some things or 80, whatever our small one was, whatever it was, it wasn't small enough. And the hundred pound one wasn't big enough for some situations. It wasn't perfect, but it worked pretty well. So we messed around with that for a while. And then I was like, man, we really need a different way to do this. Reese and I started talking, we came up with an idea called the forge, which is a plate loaded tool. So the forge is 30 pounds and the ends are rounded. So you can do like the trigger point stuff and you can add weight to it because there's a spot to add weight to it. So although it weighs 30 pounds, it could weigh 230 pounds if you wanted it to. We started working on that. So we'd have another option that worked better and it worked a lot better for us. So we were happy with it. So that is kind of our body tempering thing. And I've been using body tempering ever since then. It's something I do with a lot of my clients when I'm working with them. It's something I do personally in my own training. Like before I bench press, my routine is I do some hip stuff. I do some back stuff and then I target temper my pecs and I loosen up my pecs in that way. And then I bench press and I'm good to go. Um, I also do a shoulder thing, but that's a separate podcast. I use a weird tool for that too. That's how I use body tempering all the time. I do it on my quads. I do it on my calves. It's amazing on your calves. If you've ever tried foam rolling your calves, you're not applying much of your weight to it at all because the foam roller is so far away from where like your body weight is. So the first time you body temper your calves, it is life changing because they've never had real pressure on them. Um, even if you were a foam roller person, that is kind of me and my experience with body tempering. So I've always been a fan of it. Came up with that product, the forge and the forge now sold the rights of, to it, to a company called Abmat. So Abmat now sells it, but thanks to the forge, UGA football bought 18 of those Northwestern has a bunch the Panthers, the Eagles, the New York Yankees, the Chargers now, UConn women's basketball, Xavier men's basketball, Houston men's basketball, pretty long list. I've got to go work with a lot of like pro and uh, college teams because of it. Very cool stuff. It's just not something I talk about that frequently because my priority when I'm at Corbeland is talking about my members there and at Corbeland. So that's kind of my focus is the job that they are watching me do. It'd be like if you went to McDonald's and while you were talking to your McDonald's drive through guy, they were telling you about like the NFT just designed. I just feel like that's not something people want to talk to me about. So I don't talk about the forge that frequently with people, but it is cool. I mean, I'm proud of it. And, uh, We've gotten more questions about it recently because in that new Netflix show, quarterback Patrick Mahomes, the best quarterback in the league currently, and now, in my opinion, the best quarterback of all time, 
was shown using the forge. Now, did I think he was the best quarterback of all time before I knew that he was using the forge and was using it on camera on a Netflix show? That's none of your business. That's not something you guys need to know. The important thing is that I now think he's the greatest quarterback of all time. And I've always loved Patrick Mahomes and I've always thought he was the greatest quarterback of all time. Yeah, that was that was a super exciting thing for us. That is kind of my journey with body tempering. Body tempering's journey is a little bit more complicated. So body tempering originally was just Donnie, who was just a super smart guy. But he's not a physical therapist. He's not a doctor. So people weren't going to like take it that seriously as a modality. He's not like a great face for it. You want someone that's a doctor to say, this is a safe thing to do. And believe me, there were a lot of people early on who were like, well, that's not safe. And I never really bought that. I now have a vested interest in people thinking body tempering is awesome because I have the forge and I make money when people buy the forge and I benefit financially when Patrick Mahomes is seen using it on a Netflix show. So even before I was biased, I was like, well, that doesn't make a lot of sense because you're fine with massage and you're fine with a strong person giving a massage. So where do you draw the line? If it's about the amount of pressure you're applying, why are you drawing this random point in the sand of like, now this is unsafe? It seems like they're not really thinking it through, but that makes sense because as covered previously, a lot of people don't question things. A lot of people don't think things through. So Donnie, luckily for everybody involved, knows a lot of physical therapists and a lot of physical therapists know Donnie. Donnie turns to his PT friends and shows them what he's working on and they are smart and they're like, yeah, that's great. Let's start exploring this more. Let's start really using this in our practice. And then they started doing that. So a couple of really good physical therapists, the ones that I'm tightest with are Tim O'Neill and then T-Money. So they start using it all the time and using it in their practice. And eventually they start with Donnie certifying people in body tempering. So you can now get certified in body tempering. I was actually at the very first one. I didn't actually get certified though. I just went in the night before for a seminar they were doing on ankle stuff because I didn't realize there was a certification the next day. So I was just in there Friday night for the ankle seminar and then left. And then I was like, oh, I sort of stuck around my bad. Me and Morgan got certified in body tempering. Then a couple years later, they hosted one here and Kaysen and Reese got certified in body tempering. And then they've been doing them all over the country for the last few years. And now they mostly do private stuff. So we actually hired them to come in a couple weekends ago and certify our staff in body tempering. So now our staff is certified in body tempering, which is super cool because I think it's a really effective modality and I think it helps people very frequently. And I like it as a thing we can do. Not really realistic to do in like a group class because it is pretty like time intensive and even semi-private. It's a little bit dicey because if you're over there like working on someone, you're very much not able to like deal with everybody else that is in the session. But it's a super cool thing that I really like and I frequently use. So I'm very glad that our staff is now so knowledgeable about it and that they weren't just like trained by me on how to do stuff, that they were trained by like a third party I'm friends with those guys, so like it's a little bit hard, but you know, we, we did it the right way and like brought them down here and they did it. I tried to kind of stay out of it and let them do their thing and like not ask me any questions because I wanted them to hear it from the PTs that are actually certifying people. And in this case, when I say PTs, I don't mean personal trainer, I mean physical therapist. So I was really happy with that. So now our staff knows how to do it. We have the forges here on site. I still get a pretty good deal on those when I need to buy one. 
from Abmat. So we have the forges on site. We have something called a tempering table that Donnie designed. The same Donnie that designed body tempering in the fat pad designed these tempering tables. That's basically like a massage table that just lays on the ground. It's super light, but like dense foam. So it works really well. And that is how we can use body tempering here. So it's a great warm up. It's a great post-workout recovery thing. As a general rule, I typically do it more as a warm up than I do as a post workout recovery thing, but it works really well both ways. That's not because it's better to do pre workout or post workout. I'm just better about doing stuff pre workout than I am post workout. Pre workout, I'm very excited. I've got my energy drink, I've got my like hydration on point. I'm listening to music. I'm getting focused. I'm visualizing what it's going to feel like when I bench 315 that day. And then post workout, I am tired. And I have already spent 15 minutes longer out on the gym floor than I intended to. And I need to send some emails and I also need to eat lunch and I also need to shower. And also I want to go home and see my son before I come back up to work. And I'm just bad about doing post-workout stuff, but it works well both ways. The trigger point stuff works well pre or post-workout. The actual rolling works well. The static stuff where you just leave it sitting on a muscle. Typically, I like to do the more dynamic stuff beforehand you know, actively rolling up and down, actively moving around while pinning and flossing a muscle. I like all that before a workout. And then I like the static stuff more post-workout. Um, but it, it, it's great. I love it. Um, downside to it, you know, if I'm being fair is just anything on the back of the body requires a partner. So you can't really like roll out your calves very well by yourself. You can't roll out your hamstrings, your back very well by yourself. You can do your quads and you can do a lot of the targeted stuff by yourself because the forge is the size of a barbell. So you can stick it in a landmine and like do it to yourself. And that works pretty well, but it does mostly require a partner, which isn't a real downside because there's always people here in the gym. And so maybe some small part of me got everybody certified just so I could get people to help me do it post-workout. And it doesn't take that long. That's the nice thing about all the weight is it is like taking a sledgehammer to something instead of like a teaspoon. So, or that's not a great, you know, it's like taking a, you know, shovel to something instead of a teaspoon. There we go. Those are, those are two things that make sense because it's just so much more pressure than you would do normally. So that is body tempering. I think we've been going for about 20 minutes here making this podcast about four times longer than most of our podcasts. But that's kind of the gist on body tempering. That's how I got started with it. That's why I like it. That's why the forge exists and why you see me post random videos of Patrick Mahomes using a tool you don't know anything about. And that is how our staff got certified. And you can now say, hey, help me out with some body tempering. They can all do it now. They're certified. They're qualified, certified, and ready to rock and roll. You guys have a great week. I appreciate you guys listening to the podcast. And I appreciate you guys liking, subscribing, all that stuff for the podcast. I don't know what any of that does because we don't try to monetize this thing, but I appreciate y'all doing it anyway. Thanks, y'all.